Brothers and sisters! Brothers and sisters! I don't know what this world is coming to! What's up, y'all? Y'all now tapped in to the Full Disclosure Show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first. We got Baba Rich Green, Big Dick Dashley in the house tonight. What's up, what's up, y'all? Yeah, yeah. Right now, you know, Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house is feeling a little under the weather. She's not feeling well, so she won't be joining us this evening. Get we well soon, get well recovery. soon. Yeah, get well soon. Please pray for her. <laughs> Say a little prayer for it. Get well soon. What's up, Dick Dawson? Hey, man, we in the house. It's another week. It's still Scorpio season, man. Yeah, still Scorpio. Hey, man, shout out to uh, my Uncle Troy. I didn't know he was a Scorpio. His yeah. birthday was What's a couple up, days. Uncle Troy? Happy belated Welcome birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, shout out to my nephew, Pooter. Happy birthday. That's my nephew's son. All my nephew's sons. You uh, know what I'm saying? Tommy, Tommy, happy birthday. You know, my man X, we said it earlier. What's up with you, Tanya Mitchell? She said, hello, family. What's, What's up, up big sis? That's right, the Full Disclosure Show. Yes, indeed, man. Again, we want to thank everybody who's supporting us, joining us with Tanya. You know, if, you, if, you, if you're feeling the, if I'm feeling the vibe, like and share, please send a video out. You know, we're trying to push it, push it forward because, like I say, I think it's important. Your voice is important. You know, I feel my voice is important. You know, and uh, we want to we want to push it. Push it forward, and you know, y'all feeling it. We want to try to get this on as many ears and eyes as we can because it ain't about the messenger, it's about the message. You that's know what it, I mean? that's it. Hey, man, I want to say shout out to Jay Z and Colin Kaepernick, Jay Z, for talking to the NFL to make sure this man got his workout this week. Mm -hmm. So, uh, hey, eight NFL teams want to go check them out this week, D. Yeah, it was kind of, man, I was, I was almost going to talk about that today, you know what I mean? Because it's kind of weird if you listen to the sound bite that Kaepernick. Said I, I don't know how I felt about it. Yeah, you know I know he moved in front of Georgia. Yeah, dog, it was kind of odd. I don't know, but uh, we we might we might. He said, I ain't getting ready. I stay ready. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like the ball is in your court now, yeah. motherfucker. The I mean, ball been yeah, in their court. Yeah. <laughs> we think the ball been yeah, in their court. You know, yeah. The ball court. I just want to know. We still protesting. Look, we like okay. <laughs> yeah. What we supposed to do? Do I hate the NFL? <laughs> do I love the NFL? What's going on? And uh, hey, so you know all the. Ain't nobody really tripping on the NFL today. The Browns already won. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that whole Miles Garrett thing, man. I, you know, it's funny. I'm, I ain't even watching football. But when something big happens, it it just takes over social media. Right. And I saw the fight. I, I, Rudolph, I think that's the name of the yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Man, I saw he was trying to take Miles yeah. Garrett, Garrett helmet off. He tried to take it off. Then he kicked him in the, uh, in the sack. And Miles just ripped his helmet off and fed him, gave, gave him his lunch. Hey, man, I swear. Breakfast and dinner. I swear on everything, that has to be the most Cleveland thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I know right. Miles Garrett ain't from Cleveland. But he done learned the way. <laughs> he picked up quick, right? That's the most Cleveland thing I've ever seen so, in my life. Miles, did you live on Arlington? That's because you went up on us. We're going to bust you upside the head something. It's you know? something, man. Hey, mama said, hey, if it's, <laughs> he better pick up something and bust, bust him in the head. He was the only one that was six of them. He had to do what he had to do. Hey, man, that was so hey, Cleveland. But if they don't go up to that quarterback <laughs> and they put all this on you know, once again, it's, it's villainizing the brother. And I was disappointed with some of the pundits talking about, oh, he should do this and he should. Man, tell the whole story. 
Show, I mean, you saw that man trying to rip his helmet off, yeah. man. And he was that, just successful at that, it. That narrative, yeah, he, you know, the thing is, he just felt bad for ripping his helmet off. He was really just trying to put it back on for him, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I took it off. <laughs> Here you go. And I think y'all blow it out of proportion. You know, he was just trying to help the man out. Hey, man, did you see the meme where it had the quarterback here <laughs> half in like that? That was the meme. did it. Hey, so... I bet you he won't do that again. Nah. <laughs> I, I'll take the sack. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he, he was he definitely responding. He was definitely, but you can't bust Cassie upside the head with the helmet. No, no. You just can't do no, that. No, 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 no. That is You can't assault. do That's that. Assault. But, you know, the, the narrative, the quarterback should have got something. Yeah, you know, because yeah. Because he did escalate it, you know, from the beginning. Even after they pulled him away, he ran after him. Yeah. You know, you run after me, then all best is off. Yeah. I'm trying to walk away. Okay. You going to run up on me? Right. <laughs> Look at Black Elations 1422. Thou should not run up on yeah. me. <laughs> if you ain't really about that line. How do you catch a beatdown? You don't really catch a beatdown. Sometimes people run right into yeah, yeah. He caught a beatdown. No, he ain't caught a beatdown. He ran up and it was given to him. That was a gift. Mm-hmm. He gifted him a beatdown. Yeah, that's a, he learned a lesson. I gave him a lesson to be learned. What's up, Jerome Jackson? Jerome Jackson. JJ in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, man. And, uh, keep keep uh, posting in the group. Keep uh, you know putting your ideas and thoughts in there. We're gonna you know try to get to everything. What's up with it? And, and, and come up with some topics if you want to be on the show. You know, I see you, Shireen. You hit. You want to be on the show? I, I inbox you. I got to give us a call. Me or, or Rich or Lisa, give us a call. Yeah, what, what, what did Lisa say? <laughs> he, cracked, he cracked his head open to the white yeah, meat. Yeah, <laughs> he sure you almost did. Yeah. So, shoot. Hey, you know what, though? I mean, hopefully he can win his arbitration. We, that's a player I think that the Browns going to need. And uh, like I said, I ain't been actively watching. But you know what? We we deserve a chance to do something in that, in that, in that league and in our division. Jerome Jackson said, I got my helmet ready. <laughs> Where the drama at? Hey, look, man, what people just going to start buying football here? This uh, <laughs> is start bashing uh, people upside down. But, you know, the, you know, big take, you know, and I, I, you know, I hate to go macro on it, but, you know, when I see, when I saw something like this, first thing it made me really think about is our brothers in the street, man. Sometimes one, when, you can't lose your cool sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and so many times you get in your emotions and, a guy loses cool for a second and somebody ends up dead. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, they talk about the discipline that you have to be, as a professional, you have to be. You just have to be more disciplined because shit like this costs people lives every day. Just that quick, I lose my cool, boom, now somebody's dead. A lot of times it don't be who the bullet was meant for. It no, man. Else. Hey, like, hey, look, from the book of Gordon, what he told me is when you out here, because it happened to him, he was going out to kill somebody Right? He didn't find a guy that wronged him. It was just another dude who just was talking mess that day, and the dude got capped. You already had that mm-hmm. on your mind. We talked about this on the Popeye right, chicken thing. Yeah. Y'all, this violence in, in, the, in the restaurant, y'all like, oh, what's this chicken sandwich? It ain't the chicken sandwich, just right. broken people. And see, so when you see, and I don't, but you know, I ain't trying to equate what he did to kill him, but very well, if he hit him with the front end of that helmet, as big as that man is, he could have seriously hurt that man. Yeah, he could have. Just losing your cool that quick in that moment, you not thinking, and, and people can end up dead. So, you know, I... In that sense, I understand NFL had to come hard on him. I just wish they would have tapped our quarterback, too, because he did escalate. But you know how it go, man. You know, they always, 
And you know what? I don't want to make it necessarily a black-white issue at the game. You, The second person, the person who retaliates is always the person who gets in trouble. But after watching the video, you should see, oh, old boy was trying to take his helmet mm-hmm. off, too. Yeah. This was just like, but it was an overreaction, man. You a big dude, man. Yeah. That dude can't do nothing with you. Oh, uh, any given Sunday, you can ask him to meet you in the parking lot. Dude ain't coming out the thing unless he got like three or right, four other people right, with right. him. And you got another game running. Mm-hmm. You know, tears eyes up next week. Jerome said, I won't lose my cool. I'll do it in a disciplined and professional matter. Who ready? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Tom Tom? Lisa Burnett said, yeah, could have killed him, though. Uh, what it do? What it do, big bro? Y'all watching the full disclosure show of Dale Lamont Wayne's first Big Dick Dossie, Bobby Rich Green. As you can see, Miss Lisa Lisa Burnett is, is sick under the weather. She wasn't able to be with us, but I see her right here. on. Uh, make sure you call in, Lisa, if you can. 330-578-4320. Anybody else, we would love to hear your comments. So... Right now, we're going to go ahead and get into proceeding this evening. Dick Dossley, you want to go ahead and take point? Oh, well, we're going to kick it off, man. So, this big thing going around right now is Byron Allen. Byron Allen, for ladies and gentlemen who don't know, Byron Allen is a former comedian, now executive. He he owns uh, several television stations. Uh, recently, the most recent acquisition that he purchased was the Weather Channel for $300 million. Uh, Byron Allen is becoming a conglomerate within himself and his entertainment network. His whole goal is to have a positive image of the black experience. Not necessarily through you know shows like uh, Cosby Show, but like one of the first things he did, he he has five black judges mm-hmm. on television, and not just with the DNA shows. This thing was. And then he has like talk shows. He started out as a comedian uh, back in the late seventies, early eighties. Was writing for Jimmy Walker, those types of things. Uh, so his his goal is, uh, like he said, he talked to a white executive. He said, hey, can I ask you a question? How would you feel with me as a black man putting out programming, shaping the way that your daughter feels about herself and sees herself? What, what would you think about that? And the guy said, I wouldn't like it. You know, I, I want to do that. He said, precisely. Our people have always been given who they are from other people. I want to get a perspective from a black perspective. Now, um, as we go into this, what happened is um, Byron Allen, he sued Comcast and Charter. These are two of the biggest cable carriers uh, in the system, in the world. I should say in the United States. So what he sued them for was inclusion. So Byron Allen spent some time talking to Coretta Scott King, and uh, she was saying, you know, how Martin got the ball of moving. Malcolm Martin, they got the ball of moving on just waking people up and realizing, okay, we need this. So what was the last part? Economic inclusion. You could sit here, we could talk about black this, black that. If you're only talking about the, the financial, and you're only talking about having a part, it goes back to what Dr. Claude Anderson said. You need to have a seat at the table. That's why, you know, when Jay-Z partnered with the NFL the whole night, he took an L a little bit on his reputation. But you got to be sitting at the table in order to make things change. You can't be outside just... If somebody was outside your house... And they try to tell you what to do inside your house. It's kind of laughable. Mm-hmm. But once they in, they can have an influence. And this is what we need to learn real power. So this is Byron Allen is talking power moves. So what happened is Byron Allen was trying to get his stations picked up on more of the Comcast and Charter subscriptions. So you know how you, 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 you get on a Charter or a Comcast or we got Spectrum out here, which is a Charter company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what happens is some of that basic stuff. 
they, they pick you up. And there's two ways they could pay you. They could pay you through the subscription service, which ESPN has one of the best licenses. Most of the time you get like 40 cents per customer. ESPN gets six to $8 per customer. So if you pay your, you got Spectrum, you got uh, Dish, you got DirecTV. If you have ESPN, ESPN is getting six to $8 per subscriber. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's, it's that good entertainment. They're bringing a the good entertainment. They know what they got. But most of the other people, you're going to get like 40 cents. You're going to get a dollar. You're going to get 50 cents, whatever, just to be part of their basic package. That makes sense. So what he was running up against is Charter and Comcast were moving the goalposts. They kept changing the criteria you needed. Uh, if you go back a few years, um, uh, Radio One, what's the head of Radio One? What's her name again? And I'm sorry that it escapes me right now. I'll get back to it. If somebody could put that in the comments. Uh, uh, oh, what's that sister's name? She's powerful. She owns Radio One. I can't think of her name. So what happened is she had to sue before as well because what they kept moving the goalposts. What's up, Pete? You're supposed to have a certain dollar amount. Byron Allen had that. You're supposed to have a certain amount of programming. Byron Allen had that. So they decided not to allow him on their platforms. So he sued. He sued both Charter and Comcast. So the first time he sued Charter, uh, well, let's go Comcast. First time he sued Comcast, he lost. The Charter, he won. He sued Comcast for $20 billion. What's up, he, he sued uh, Charter for $10 billion. He won the $10 billion suit. So Comcast... I'm sorry. So Charter said, hey, wait a minute. He lost on this one. He won on ours. Okay, I'm going to appeal and take it to the Ninth Circuit. So they took it to the Ninth Circuit. So he's like, well, they're going to appeal my ruling. I'm going to appeal a ruling I had against Comcast in which I lost. And guess what happened? He won both. He won the 20, the 20 million against Comcast. I'm sorry, 20 billion against Comcast and the 10 billion against Charter, at least for his, his lawsuit to be heard. And I'll tell you what he used. Uh, there were other companies, uh, Kathy, Kathy Hughes, that's her name, Kathy Hughes. And then there was another, uh, uh, black company that started to sue them as well. And they didn't use this, this, uh, statute. There's a statute and, uh, it was called the civil rights act of 1866. The article is article 1981. And in it section 1981 civil rights act of, uh, 1866 says this, it's a federal law of discrimination on the basis of race, color, or ethnicity when making or enforcing contracts. It does not prohibit discrimination on basis of any other protected class. So this was specifically made for descendants of African-American slaves, all right, or slaves in America. It was made to protect us to make sure that contract laws wouldn't adversely affect our chance for economic inclusion. And like Byron Allen has said, it was kind of a, instead of getting the 40 acres and a mule, we kind of gave you that. All right. So now you can have economic inclusion. So basically what this means people is if you feel a company didn't go into a contract with you because you're black, you can bring a lawsuit against them. Make sense. So this is what he won under. So Comcast and charter is now upset that the ninth, uh, circuit court system has ruled in Byron Allen's fa- uh, favor. So what did they do instead of paying him? All they, Now, they could have went to arbitration and just said, hey, I ain't paying you $10 billion, I ain't paying you $20 billion. You ain't going to get $30 billion out of both of us. Let's work this out. We're going to work something out. Instead of doing that, what did they do? They appealed to the Supreme Court. So now they took it in front of the Supreme Court. 
And the Supreme Court is going to make a decision based on this. Now, before I get to the ramifications this has on us as a whole as uh, being black in America, let me just tell you this, that uh, there was an amicus brief written. Now, amicus brief is like a, um, what's, what's that type of recommendation letter? So let's say you got a, rec- you, you got a resume, right? Mm-hmm. And you apply for a job and somebody writes you a recommendation letter. An amicus brief is like a recommendation letter coming from legal experts. So Byron Allen got amicus briefs from Kamala Harris, from Cory Booker, and several other people from the uh, Black Caucus in Congress. However, out of the 50 members, only seven wrote in his beha- on his behalf. So 43 of them didn't even mm-hmm. put anything out for him, which is amazing. We'll get to that in a second. Guess who wrote the amicus brief on behalf of Comcast and Charter? The Department of Justice of the United States of America. Not only did they write an amicus brief on behalf of Comcast and Charter, they went as far as you get 30 minutes in front of the Supreme Court, right? They went as far as I'm going to speak on Comcast and Charter behalf for the first 10 minutes. So a third of the time that they have in front of the Supreme Court is given by the Department of Justice, the same Department of Justice that is allowing the Trump administration to keep primary witnesses from testifying in his impeachment trial for people with firsthand knowledge. So you telling me you got a, you got a situation where you got someone trying to use a foreign power to get dirt on a political opponent, which is written in the constitution that that is an impeachable offense. It is actually really written in the constitution. However, that's not important enough for you, but you're going to take your turn and you're going to put your eye on the Comcast charter Byron Allen thing. Now, what happens if Comcast and charter one wins this? Here's what they're saying. This is what Comcast and charter one uh, want. And y'all want y'all to listen to this. They, the, the argument that they have is an argument that, um, they're applying for a, but for clause. So a, but for clause, I would just want to get to that. Of course, it would move when I when I'm about to get to it. But a but for clause means that they're applying the proper but for causation standard. There is no doubt the plaintiff's allegations are inadequate in a state plausible 1981 claim. What does that mean? They're saying that if they could get a but for clause, it means that I could discriminate against you, Derek, for being black. Ninety nine percent of the way. Byron Allen gave me this uh, this uh, analogy. But 1% is I don't like your tennis shoes. I don't want you in because you're black, but I don't like your tennis shoes, so now I can discriminate against you because it's not 100% black. If the but here clause goes in and then they remove from there article, the uh, 1866 article 1981, you can no longer sue for racial discrimination. It takes all your power away from being able to sue because you're black. And we know this country has a big problem with with racism. So once they do that, you have no recourse moving forward. So not only does Comcast and Charter not want to pay them, but they want to take away all your civil rights when it comes to having inclusion in any type of contractual law. 
We know that there's contracts that we're not offered because we're black. Look at Ice Cube. Ice Cube is trying to buy 21 stations right now and they're blocking him. He has the money, he has the backing. What, what's your decision for not giving them that? When Bill Cosby was trying to buy NBC, why didn't they allow him to buy that? We understand. Now, the argument they're going to give you is that, well, Magic Johnson got this, Puffy got revolt, but Byron Allen said behind closed doors, he's found out that they gave them bad deals. They did that to show, oh, we include them, but they made it so bad that the only money that they get, instead of getting the subscription money when people pay their bills and they're getting a part of that, they only get money from the advertisers. And then they split most of that with them. The other thing Comcast does is if I put TV one, if I put BET, any black owned thing on there, I want a stake of ownership in it. They don't do that to white companies. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Now they were 40% owners of TV one. Once TV one got on Comcast, if you have charter one, if you have spectrum, I don't think TV one's on spectrum because it's a charter one company. Y'all don't know why that is. Let me tell you why that is. Charter one CEO was mad at TV one because TV one got the contract with Comcast, but Comcast forced them into becoming partners. You can own 60%, but we want 40% and we'll put you on our networks. Kathy Hughes said, Hey, no, I don't want that. I want you off of there. They said, okay, you could get off, but in order to get off, you got to buy all this negative debt and negative equity. She did that, but now it's not a profitable company. So there is a chance that they can go bankrupt. You see the shell game that they're doing. So y'all, y'all, y'all need to really recognize what's going on. We need to really recognize what's going on. We have to put pressure on these people. I'm not saying that they need to give them $30 billion. They need to give them something because he did win. And then they are appealing to the Supreme court. So uh, the Supreme court justice, hopefully they'll just uphold the statutes. That's there. The biggest smack in the face for Comcast and charter would be to lose this altogether. So, uh, that's why they pulling all the stuff, all the stops. They pulling all, all the stops. So they're trying to take your civil rights away in order to save money. The last thing I want to say is this. You've had people come up, and talk against people that look like you and I talk against Byron Allen, but they really don't understand what's going on. He said they used the argument that it's low ratings. Well, you have shows that have lower ratings. We have Emmy nominated shows. We have Emmy winning shows. You have networks that never won an Emmy or never been nominated. What is your criteria? Why don't I get the same deal that they get? Because they always move the goalposts when it comes to that. If we're really talking about getting out of this, economic inclusion is one of them. And I do understand that cable is a, as, as a whole is a dying medium. We get a lot of our stuff from social media. We get a lot of our stuff from the internet. Mm-hmm. However, it's Trying still important that we own our own. With the black exploitation thing, we got a lot about how we thought about ourselves from white writers writing how they think black people speak. We need to speak from our own. We need to show that our experience is not one that's monolithic, but it's a lot of different variations in how we are and who we are as a people. And with that, I digress. D, I want to kind of get your uh, take on that. Well, one of the things that struck me is, is you see, Thank the, you, Patrick, you boy see uh, the effort that they put forth to keep us out of, out of things. You see how much work they put into you, you got to think how much effort it has taken them to keep us under the foothold that they, you know, that we've been keeping on the system since the beginning. Like they've spent unlimited resources 
To subjugate to you. To subjugate us. Yep. Unlimited, Unlimited resources. Like, you know, starting from day one, it's just mind-blowing. And I think that's why, we, we, you know, we have to teach racism and what racism is so people can understand. And one of the things that, you know, is people always say, oh, you know, you're playing the race card. Oh, you're yeah. blaming the white man. And it's not about blaming anybody. It's about understanding the game. If you can't play the game, if you want, you don't understand. You understand the game. If I sit here and have a chessboard and I just pull the pieces out, and you ain't never played chess in your life, and I just set up, you you You're confused. You're confused. You don't know what to do. So if I explain to you why we, you know, what happened, how this, how this is, what this chess move do, what this move did, what they did, and you understand what you're up against, correct? Then you can navigate in that. And one of the things, but he knows what he's up against. Yeah, he does. He does, and he's navigating it uh, uh, wonderfully. And I, I, you know, of course, I'm rooting for him to win. And it is very, it's, it's so important for us to own our image of anything else. That's the one thing that they our suck culture, is our culture. We need our culture. We, we got to own our they, culture. They, yeah, they suck it dry like they suck Africa dry, like they they suck everything vampire. And and so it's critical, man, it's that we own our image and one of the. And media is is one of the big three. You know, we're talking about the indoctrination tools, media, religion, and education. We have to be at the forefront of all three of them to change the narrative. You know what I mean? Correct. And media, for us to own our own media, for us to control our own narrative. You know what I mean? And social media does do that a lot. That's one of the yeah. things I will give social media for. It, it gives, <clears throat> it's changed the game somewhat where we can... We can take control of the narrative. Especially in the music side, because yeah. now we don't have to go through big companies, the right. distribution of people make that decision. Go ahead, finish your but thought, so, no, so big up to Byron Allen, man, and Ice Cube, and, and all those that's putting themselves in the position. Because sometimes it, the, sometimes the answer is no today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, he's going to have to go through this, so maybe the next person behind him can come up and won't have as much trouble getting into this. And, you know, and it's like they still... I, I don't want to say they don't believe that we're marketable or that we have an audience. Like you know, it's, it, at this point, it, it, you know, it's it's redundant. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know if it's they don't believe it or they just don't want to believe it because they put so much work. You put so much work in defeating the man, you ain't even letting him give him a chance to see what he can do. Well, people shut you down quickly. Patrick Bubble Bubble Cole said, "What does Byron Allen have to do next?" All right, let me take a step back. Let me take several steps back. Real quick, Comcast, they're the largest provider of cable in the country. How did they become like that? So what happened is the government has set aside this opportunity for black-owned companies to actually get in the cable business. So you were able to buy licensing, and a whole bunch of black people did. Entrepreneurs saw this, like, ooh, I could buy this, and I could have subscribers. Oh, this is a, it's, it's great. I get a piece of the American pie. But what happened... What had happened was Mm -hmm. you bought the license, but then you had to actually be able to terminate to the houses. Now, terminate to the houses mean I have to bring fiber to your house. What happened next? I got the contract, but now I need to go to the bank to get money in order to be able to connect each of the houses. So now I could so I could stream my services. Mm -hmm. We weren't allowed by the banking institutions to borrow the money we needed to get it off the ground. Even though they could see it's a great business plan, you're going to make money. But 
you don't have enough credit worthiness, Tyrone, <laughs> so I can't do it. So what happened is Comcast came behind and they went to all these black people that got licenses in black communities. Comcast is the largest provider to black communities in the United States. That's why they're the largest cable provider because they provide most of the stuff. It's either Spectrum or Comcast. Is, is, is really very little. You know, you got wow, you got little stuff out right. there. Uh, but those are the largest carriers. That's how Comcast got very, very large because they had the financial backing. They didn't have to go to a bank for loans. See, this is this is part of what a lot of people don't see as far as being an entrepreneur, uh, raising capital. It's a big thing. You know, angel investors, the whole nine, most of the way we think is you start a business, you go get a bank loan. Actually, that's the worst way to do it. If you could capitalize your company, capitalize means uh, gathering uh, resources as far as funds. If you could capitalize your company through private resources and never touch a bank, it actually puts you in a better position because you as a as a private lender, you might have a longer term uh, or you have a, lar- a larger tolerance. If you, you do that, then you do something called an initial public offering or IPO. You take your company public and then that has the public really paying for your company. So a lot of time these company times, these companies aren't even profitable, but they're bringing in enough uh, money from the sale of stock of, mm-hmm. of common stock. So and you never have to go to the bank. But what you want to do is you want to promise your investors that I'm going to take this from two dollars to three dollars to four dollars to five dollars to six. As long as your stock is building up, their portfolio is growing. They're happy with that. And they understand that that might be a weight. But a bank ain't understanding that if you get a. $50 million loan from the bank, you you sitting there, you got a million dollar payment every single month. So now you got to have the receipts to cover that up. Mm-hmm. So what does Byron Allen have to do next? Byron Allen did not take Comcast or Charter to the Supreme Court. They took him to the Supreme Court because they, they lost a ruling that he can sue them. That's what it is. So what he has to do is make a great argument and get them to open up their books. If the Supreme Court rules on his behalf, what it's gonna do is gonna make Charter and Comcast open up their books. And then they're gonna have to show companies that aren't as profitable as Byron Allen's. Because it, it is, they are out there. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, wait, you're carrying this contract, this contract, this contract, but Byron's companies are making more money than that. What was your excuse for not doing this? You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it shines a light. So it's a discovery. Blacks. <laughs> well, you, you understand, Ron. Hey, now, you know what? And that's not to say that all dominant society is bad. There was one guy, and Byron Allen talks about him with affinity, that he said, Byron, people joke about the fact Byron made calls every single day trying to get his stuff off the ground. And they talk about they ain't never calling you back. He said, I want you to come out to this function I have. Byron said, dude, they know he spent the last little money he got just to get out there. Like, I hope he really meant what he said. And he said, and when I showed up to the party, he's like, oh, Byron here. He was like, hey, who ain't working with him? You need to sit down with him. This guy had more money than everybody else in the room. Mm-hmm. That's how Byron started getting his little contracts. One led to this, one led to that, one led to this. So in that game, you get money from the uh, sales of commercials, and then you get money from some of the subscriptions. It's, it's, it, it's, everything's like the dope game. Lisa said, I think it's such a powerful, uh, such powerful move that these men are, are, are making, uh, at least greater things. I agree. We need to put out our images even more important uh, as owning our own banks, mm-hmm. you know, and we do need to get to that. You know, I've never seen a group of people that look to their superstars as much as we do. 
Those people in entertainment are entertainers, y'all. Y'all gotta stop saying. I see this this picture floating around. Uh, it's it's a billion dollars in this room. Not one bank. Not one school. Not one this. You need to start the school, and you need to go get the money from them because you know where to go get the money. They don't have time to start. They need to keep money on the table for their kids. If they lose money, you know what will happen? I was just looking at this lottery winner. She won 188 million. She lost money. She lost every penny. Who you think gonna help her? I'm pretty sure she gave all her family money, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is, we invented, we know where to go get the money, but let's just start putting things together for those, those visionaries, those go to the luminaries. The visionaries need to work with the luminaries. Stop thinking that the luminaries need to be the visionaries. Their vision was for what they did. They have the talent in the arts. We need to have the talents in, in, in nation building. So uh, that's just how I look at it. I could be wrong. Uh, Veronica Thornton said Comcast knows if he wins, it will cause a ripple effect that will uh, change the game and send the pendulum back our way. Exactly what you said, mm -hmm. owning our culture. Lisa Burnett said, when we come together, we're more powerful than we realize. I think if they let us go, we'll take over. And that's what they don't want black people taking and see, over. And that's where I was just about to go. I was just about to get into, right? Because we were talking about racism. You know, and I mentioned this before, like, when you look at the, put the term racism, like, you know, uh, if somebody's a racist, if you're a scientist, like, these people are protecting their, their interests. interests. This that's, what, that's what it is. They're protecting their, you know, what they've stolen. They've worked hard, so hard to demean and destroy people. And they've, they've gathered these assets and they don't want to share it. That's basically the bottom line. That's the bottom line of where racism is. They don't want to share the, the assets that they've stolen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, and you know, it's not, we don't, we, we, we hate you because you black. You know what I mean? That's what they get the, the bottom. That's what. That's what the, the lower white supremacy is. teaches to get the, the control of the lower white people. Correct. The people on the top, they just want to keep money. what they got. About the money. Exactly. Money, money, money. What they use to accumulate and they want to keep what they got. So they, and by any means necessary. And mm -hmm. you know, and that's it. Like you want, you want to keep what you got too. Say that. You know what I mean, we just have to get it. We got to go get it. And this is what this is all about. Economic inclusion. Mm -hmm. It's like, stop using that lower end racism to control the higher end inclusion. You're not going to lose your money. Y'all, look, do you make the world safer by more dangerous or safer by including black folks and things? I think you make the world safer for everybody, you know, and it's like I believe if the if the playing field was level, you know, we probably take off. Well, they know that, mm -hmm. you know, when you go back to, you know, after slavery and, and the period where. You know, the reconstruction era, the period where we had our own homes and we had our own cities and banks and, t you know what I mean? And, and, you know, white people couldn't stand to see, you know, to see us thriving. You know, we thrive. Had we continued on that art before they basically put in the Jim Crow laws and the Ku Klux Klan, everything else they, they did, you know, a mass incarceration. Federal prison system. Mm -hmm. These were things that were put in, systematically put into place. To keep us subjugated from just what you said, mm, from inclusion, and from from not in, you know from not inclusion, but that we were we were on the arc to pass everybody. You know what I mean? We had all the skills, we had till all the fields, we had built all the barns, 
We had we were the blacksmiths. We were the architects. We were we we had all the skills. White people had skill. Only thing they knew how to do was watch niggas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's all the skill they had. Hey, hey, what what my man? What my man? what my man Dave Chappelle say? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get it down. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, you almost finished writing that nigga." <laughs> yeah, but they put the Constitution the together. Yeah, we yeah. had all the skills. That was a testing line right there. But hey, man, I digress. You know that I just kind of wanted to give a quick synopsis of that whole situation. It's just a situation in which uh, somebody who was in the know got in deep down. And, and found out that they were not including us in, in things. And he just wants to make the level, the playing field fair. He, I don't even think he cares. If, he, if you get $20 billion, $10 billion, you want it. Mm-hmm. But it's not about the money. It's about the inclusion. Right. Just, you ain't got to uh, necessarily give us nothing for free. Just unlock the goddamn door. Just let us let yeah, us in. Let, let us, us in. Let us do what we do. What James Brown say? He said, you ain't got to help me. You just got to let the door, uh, unlock the door. I let myself in. Uh, Veronica Thornton said they created this system layer by layer and know that people all over the world that have been conquered will start to push back bit by bit. Lisa says she laughing her butt mm-hmm. off. You know, y'all. y'all so y'all tapped into the full disclosure show thing. Lamont wins the first Bobby Rich Green, Big Dick Dashley. As you can see, once again, Lisa, Lisa, a little late at the house, Sunday weather, but she's tapped in West. To on the comments, get well soon, lady. Get well, baby praying girl. For you. We're praying for you. Put you in my prayers tonight, girl. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, move right along, man. I want to get into this. Before you do that, Veronica said, when they said the revolution will not be televised, it's because we have to take it back by turning the tables layer by layer. Yes, and Veronica, if you, if you anybody who know me know this is what I preach. That's what you. That's what it's. It ain't about. Anything but economics at this point, y'all. Mm-hmm. I got to get that uh, thing by my man, Derek uh, Grace Will, too, man. In-home banking. Dang. When I get that, we're going to play it on live. We're going to play it live. Go ahead, brother. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, to slow no, your flow. Good, man. I want, could you pull that article up? We're going to get into this this uh, article I posted here in the group a couple of days ago, and uh, a lot of people have something to say about it. This is an article that says, Alicia Key says she's frustrated was gender stereotypes after her four-year-old son was ashamed to wear his rainbow manicure. Now we're going to read, get into this article. Hold on, let me, let me, let me post it in the group real quick, D. Why are you doing that? So they can be reading with you. All right, I'm going back to it. All right. Now we're going to get right here. So, so Alicia Keys said, more people should embrace their masculine and feminine energies after describing her four-year-old son told her he didn't want to wear his rainbow manicure anymore. The singer has been outspoken about impossible beauty standards. Shout out to her, man, for not wearing the makeup and shooting all it's that It's still being fine. Yeah, and I, I, pre- I, I love that about it. Posted a video on Instagram Saturday where she spoke frustrated during a recent trip to the nail salon with her son. Play the video? No, we can just go down in the video, she said, less labels, more expressions. The singer said her son was excited to get his nails painted. So he tells the lady he wants rainbow colors on his nail, and she brings all these colors, and she paints each nail a different color. She said, and after she painted his nails, he looked at me and said, Mommy, I don't want this on my nail. <laughs> Please continue. 
excuse me. And I was like, why? You were, were so sure you were good. And he was like, people are going are not going to like it. Can you believe this? Four years old, he's four. And he already understands the concept that someone's going to judge him because of he, cho he chose rainbow colors on his nails. And she continues to say, Keys encourages us to stick with it. You choose, you chose it, you like it, you do it. Don't care what anybody yes, else says. Yes, okay. Yeah, keep on. She told him that a lot of guys get their nails painted. It wasn't, hold on, we're going down, keep going. There was something in particular. Okay, and then she says, again, Key says she hopes that people will think less about gender stereotyping instead explore their masculine and feminine energies. It gets concerned to me that we can't just explore these different sides of ourselves, she said. I often express the masculine energy that's inside of me. Alicia Keys, you're a grown-ass woman, okay? It often expressed it. She added that all the time, if that happens, there are the judgments and there's the stereotypes, there's the energy that comes from that. So that, that was basically it. So she's getting her, her son's, four-year-old son's nails painted. Now, I want, for one, I want to go back to this term, gender stereotyping. Like, what the hell is a gender stereotype? Listen, if you are born with a penis, you are a male. If you are born with a vagina, you are a woman. That's not a stereotype. You know what I'm saying? A stereotype is if... Uh, 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 you leave the toilet seat up because you're a man. You know, that's a stereotype. Things that, you know, you're projected to do. Like, this is these words that they come up with, man, it's just ridiculous. Like, you are a man. Now, I understand you want to teach him that maybe these thought, these things that we've had are changing or what, what a man should do, a woman should do. That's one thing. Four years old, you know, you you, you we forcing these things on these kids. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like you're forcing this kind of thought process on a kid when, you know, they shouldn't even be worried about it. Like, why are you taking him, you know, to get <laughs> to, to, to a salon to get his nails done? Like, you know, be like my mama did. Get the fingernails out, hold <laughs> the hand, and clip the nails. Be like my mama. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Come on, it's mm -hmm. like... I, you know, it's on so many levels. Let me see. See, that's that bullshit right there. Yeah, right Patrick Rubble said, I, I would like to hear Swiss Beats take on this. And Veronica Dorton said, see, that's that bullshit right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you, you know, you, you had, what was the one celebrity who was dressing her son up like a whole girl? You know what I mean? Well, her adopted son. Was it Char Charlize Theron, whatever? Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't, I just, I find it hard to digest, you know, what what it's like growing up in that kind of pressure and, and that type of, you know, the whole understanding. What, what's your take on that, Dick Dawson? Man, you know, I got to agree. I'm just going to dovetail on what you said. Like, um, at this point, just let the kids be kids. Now, I do understand what you're saying. I'm just taking my son to the shop. I got his fingernails painted. And then she's saying he felt pressure because... He knew society would trip on him. Right. But at the same token, that just shows that your son has an awareness of the world as well. So it's not necessarily a negative that he right. has awareness of the world. It's just like, I think his thought was, I'm a man. 
And people going to trip off this. I don't like it. Not that it's all, I right. thought I wanted it until I got it. Right, right. Mommy, I'm a G. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a G. I can't, I can't be doing this. And it's not to say anything wrong or whatever. I think the young man actually made his choice in that, in yeah, that, in that moment. Think, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. And I'll even look at it from another direction. Being a four-year-old, being that, you know, how you navigate the wards with you and your mama, you don't want to hurt your mama's feelings, so... I just don't like it. Like, no. oh, you know, he might say, "Well, I know how people are going to trip," but yeah. in reality, he like, I don't like, I don't want but this shit. But how aware is this young four year old man? That's a little man yeah. right there that he's aware. Like he like, okay, I understand societal pressures. Now, don't do don't do things based on societal pressures. But at the same token, I really think that was just him saying, okay, for one, I don't want to be ostracized. And two, I ain't feeling this. What, 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 once he saw it, he's like, I ain't feeling this, and he should be able to have that. Yeah. That reaction. Without her being outraged. Yeah. I'm outraged that my yeah. son doesn't want rainbow well, fingernails. I, I think that she was outraged for the fact that she thinks that he want, he doesn't want it because he's scared of people messing with him. Mm-hmm. But it does so show he's cognizant of how people think. Think That is an amazing thing to have it for, just to have that concept of how yeah. people think. Uh, Veronica Sword said, uh, why the hell is she taking her son to the salon to get his nails done? Lisa said, exactly, Derek. Lisa Burnett went on to say, She's forcing that boy into something that he's not comfortable with. He knows enough to know that he's not comfortable exactly. with it. Veronica said, four years old, I guess by 10, he won't be sure what he wants to wear pants, uh, pants because she only takes him dress shopping. <laughs> but, you know, that's just that shows that that young man has chosen a course. Now, that could be an argument for people saying kids know early. This young man know early. He's like, nah, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, cool, I, I'm cool on this. Like, I'm cool on this. I don't think that. I think, and I'm not criticizing her because that's her child. But I think she might have took it out of context. Like, why are you blaming society for a four year old? Yeah. I think this was just him. That's, that's, that's I think this saying. is just him. I don't think that. How much influence can a four year old have by society? You know, is he on the internet that much? Is you know, does he? I mean, you know, sometimes these young kids do have yeah. their own Instagram pages. My followers ain't gonna like this. Yeah, but he felt. I believe that was his just his way of saying I don't I like, like it. it. That's what I was thinking. I don't like it. I don't feel it. I'm good. I thought I wanted it. I thought I wanted because I want to spend time with my mommy. I'm a mama's boy. I want to mm-hmm. be with my mommy. I love mm-hmm. my mommy. I want to, but mommy, this don't feel right. You know, can I get it clear? <laughs> you yeah. know that, and that's cool. Yeah. That's cool because now I think that he's he's chosen his path. Because people who I've I've heard people say, I knew early on that I like this. I knew early on that I like that. This young man is saying early on I realized I don't like this. So I don't think that that's yeah, man. And, and I just jump back on this. The the just what what is it called? Gender stereotyping. Like, you know, y'all made that up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all yeah. making shit up. There's there's no that's not gender stereotype. You know what I mean? No, that's, that's not. not gender stereotype. That, that's him. Yeah, I don't want these rainbow nails. Do you want chicken nuggets or do you want french fries? I want both. B O F F. I don't like this type of chicken, mommy. I like the chicken hamburger. So Patrick Bubba Boy Cole said, uh, uh thank you, Lisa. Lisa says she agreed. He knows he's a male. He knows he's getting his fingernails painted. Isn't right, you know. And his and, his, and it's, that doesn't make him a barbarian. Right. I just mind feeling this. So 
this is where I get, I, this is where, you know, and we had this talk last week where I had people kind of like, you know, feeling a certain type of way because they saw my man, uh, Umar Johnson on my page as like, you know, they were all in their feelings because of their sexual preferences or their sexual choices. Like, I must feel this way because of this. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't care what you do. That's your life. This young man has just basically told you, mom, heterosexual, or I, at least I don't feel right with that. Right. And if I'm not, I'd rather just keep it, I'd rather downplay it. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a top. <laughs> oh, guess what? People will hate that. Oh, why you gonna see that? Oh, my God. Oh, keep it with gangsters. Well, I mean, it, you know what, you can, you know, I'm all for people being who they are and being what they are. I'm all for it. But, you know, if you don't wear the rainbow flag around your neck, you're not supporting it or you're not, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to do all that. Like, that, that's just unnecessary. When did he need to wear rainbow uh, fingernails for in the first place? Like, what on earth will possess you what? to paint your son's nails? Any other color but clear. But see, I'm going to just say this. As his mama, that's her right if that's what she yeah, wants to do. Yeah, that's her right. But, you know, it's not a part of criticism. No. No, no, it's not vulgar. But see, it go just back to what I was talking about T.I. Remember how I'm like, oh, that's their business? I feel the same. That's, that, that's yeah. their business. But he told her, my, I ain't cool with this. T.I. daughter could be like, daddy, I ain't cool with this. So, damn, that's consistency in my message. Y'all see the consistency in my message? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Message. Two weeks in a row, two different parents, two different paradigms. It's still up to that parent how they want to raise their kids. She gave him the opportunity to be open in that. It's just like uh, D. Wade and Gabrielle Union with their one son who was just kind of come out like, hey, I, I, I like feminine things. That still don't mean that you gay because he ain't having sex yet. But I just like I like these right, feminine right. type things, you know. Y'all know that little boy that used to jump in the double dutch line when he was six years old with the girl. Y'all knew what he was in at that time. We all knew. Kiss my ass or back my soda, <laughs> crack my pee, hold my booty, hold my shackle, my handling. But you know that's all good. But again, like if, if, if that's right, if he wanted, if that's what he wanted, and that's what he wanted to play with baby dolls, I'm not gonna shame you. Stuff, yeah, right. And you know what? I'm but not mad at them. As it, if he don't want it, like you know, hey, okay, this young man, this young man has said, "This is not what I want." Now, I, I thought I did because I wanted to hang out with you, mommy. But if we could do it, we gotta just do it a different way. That don't make him. He's not. <laughs> it that sounds makes him, good. Let's go get our yeah. nails. Yeah, yeah, mama. Oh, it's a rainbow <laughs> color. <laughs> he like, wait, hold up, hold up, wait a minute. Let nah, me put some pimping in. This ain't what I thought. He like, about. can I get Wu Tang on this? <laughs> Wu forever. Hey, Patrick, my boy Cole said, right? Like basic masculinity, the nature of a man being looked at. Is a bad thing. I, I, why are we getting a bad rap for being men? Women say they want a real man do this, a real man do that. But now you just tested it. This little boy is G. He told you, hundred percent man. Yeah. You know what? Y'all better start lining your daughters up to get with this young man because he know early. Oh no, I'm I'm gonna be a man. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and that, shoot off me. yeah, and that's not. That don't mean if he if he accepted it down. That ain't even bad. You know. Still, I, like I, I, you said, but stop blaming son. society. That's her son. That's her son. So her he prerogative. Walking around with purple, pink, blue. If she'd have made him get it anyway, yeah, I would have been like, all right. She said, nah. You know what I mean? But yeah. if he would have wanted it, and that's how they was doing, and everybody has would have something to say about it. Hey, that's her. Son. That's her baby. You know. 
and ain't nobody raising it. And guess what? That baby got a lot more. That baby richer than a lot of us. I, hey, I ain't going to touch the money he got. Veronica Thornton said, it's the same way racism is spread by parents projecting their own fears on their kids. She's projecting her beliefs in him because he didn't like it. And I think that, and I agree with you, Veronica. I, once again, I think that she's like, oh, society's making my son feel like he can't do this. No, Alicia, you know, and Alicia, that, that girl cold, man. She talented. The fact that she let the makeup go and show you that she, she, she paving her yeah. own lane. She making her own way. But to just say society, no, yeah. I believe your son, this is just me. That's how he expressed. I don't like it. I don't think people are going to like this. You know, to me, it's it's it's, it's, it's mom. yeah. She don't want to just say mom. Yeah, no, I don't like this. I, don't like I ain't want this. Now it could be, but it could be that she like, oh, he really like it, but he is concerned what people are gonna think. Now let's look at because we gotta give it full. You know, we gotta give it full. Now what if he did like it, but he's like, mommy, people ain't gonna like this. They are gonna pick on me, blah blah. Like he's scared of the bullying and the harassing. And if that's the case, then that's freaking sad too. So let's let's get that some weight too. Mm-hmm. Let's not just say we know what this young man think because we don't know. She know her baby. A parent know their kids better than anybody. So she probably like, my son really did like it, but he was really concerned that other people would like it. And if that's the case, then it is. I would have to blame society that you scaring a four-year-old out of being who he is. And, but, but, and that's but, a shame. But then at the same time, that four-year-old ain't, he don't know who the fuck he is. You know what I mean? Like It, it almost reminds me, you know how you had a mother's, that always they want a daughter and then they end up with a son and then they take him and they do girl Girly stuff because they wanted a son and they do and I've seen this a, a hundred times and more that they, they, they do project just like there are mothers who wanted a boy who wanted a girl and up with a or wanted a boy and end up with a girl and they do the same thing I did that with my daughter though yeah my daughter could throw a football 50 yards. You My son can't. Want, you wanted yeah, <laughs> Because you was ready for a boy and you hey, got a girl. Hey, and then you, start, you was all ready. I'm yeah. going to do this and this and this. Oh, it's a girl. Oh, she, I'm still doing this. She could hit a line drive, throw a, 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 a 75 mile per hour fastball. Something like that as, as a parent. Like, I'm not saying you allow society to dictate what you do. Yeah. But you, you, you come on, man. You know that you. if I sit there and paint my son's nails purple, blink, Pink, whatever, and then send him out here. I know that I know if he if he's four year old, he don't understand what what you know. Somebody's gonna have to say. I know that somebody gonna have something to say. Mm. I know teachers in school gonna say something, or may say something, or they may treat him a different way. Whether it's right or wrong, I understand this is a fact. So why would I even put my four year old in a situation like that? I guess that he's not he, he not be, he's not like, He got more awareness. Did she do? Yeah. Well, Lisa Burnett said he just wanted to spend time with his mom and thought that that's what he would do. You know what? Once again, he could have just wanted to spend time with his mom, but maybe that's what he really wanted. And you know your kids. Maybe that's what he really wanted. He truly is scared. What What I'm saying is if he's truly scared and that's what he really wanted, shame on society. Shame on society anyway. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I just want to go here with this. I remember I was in fourth grade and I got bused to Clark Elementary and I had a teacher named Mr. Thomas. It's the first time I ever had to deal with racism. It was a poor little kid named Herman in my class that he used to make fun of relentlessly. And we laughing too because we were just happy it wasn't happening to us. Oh, you forget. Oh, oh, he would do that. Herman would always say, oh, obviously, you know, it was something wrong with Herman or 
if it wasn't something wrong, he just needed something a little bit more addressed than the average kid. But we laughing the whole nine, but I'm like, well, this ain't right. This is me as a kid. He, he even tore up one of my tests because I wrote on the back of the paper. Well, I don't see your test. I had an actually good score. I'm going to give you an F for this marking period. I didn't know to take care of myself. I didn't know what to do when that racism and hatred was projected upon me. So I got bullied by a grown fucking man who was an albino homosexual in a jumpsuit. You can't make this shit up, y'all. He used to paint his hair. Anybody who went to Clark Elementary, remember Mr. Thomas, the gay albino. I don't mind. I'm putting him out there. Look, that guy hated me. He hated all the black kids. He didn't want to teach black kids. Now, you sitting here, you concerned about your child being upset about societal pressures for having rainbow nails, which is a choice. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a choice in my skin color, but I was made to feel ashamed about it. Herman didn't have a choice in how he did academically. He needed a little bit more help, but Mr. Thomas chose to make fun of him. Shame on him. And shame on, that's why when people try to equate sexuality and all this other stuff to our struggle, it falls short. Because I'm judged the minute I walked in just based on the color of my skin. You, you understand what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to hijack this. Bottom line, of if the little boy really felt that society was rejecting him, that's very, very sad. But I'm going I'm to shout out to him for having four-year-old awareness. Yeah, I mean, he can read the teens in the room. He can read the Yeah, he can read the room game. Okay. Just, this ain't going to work. And ain't, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's really not. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, he might be up in the middle of the night, though, say, Mama, I want some milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all thanks again for joining us man it's been a great show so at least at least it get better thanks everybody for hollering at us you know what I'm saying tapping in with us please share the broadcast like us and uh you know it was a great show man great show we're gonna call this the, the, the episode 70 end of the first season you know what I mean we're gonna put a cap on it like that man and uh thanks again man tell the people you love them who you shot Lisa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who shot Lisa? Who shot Lisa? We got to yeah. find out who shot Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It's all love all day, man. 100. Peace. Peace.